This is Mission Qualphone, a monthly podcast that takes you inside the workings of our company, but not just the ins and outs of business. We look at the ideas and insights that make Qualphone truly unique. As a company, we are committed to being the best and making each person's life better. Join us as we get to know and learn from people from across the organization. What's their story? What have they learned? And how do they live out Qualphone's mission? Welcome to Mission Qualphone. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Mission Qualphone, the podcast. Jeremy. Marisol. Congratulations. Well, thank you very much. Do you want to share the exciting news? Absolutely, yes. Over the uh, Memorial Day weekend, my oldest daughter had her third baby, our fourth grandbaby. This is a, a grandson. So I've got two granddaughters, two grandsons. And what was awesome, he was a little early, but everything's everything's great. But my other daughter from Seattle was over for the weekend. And Amanda had the baby on Friday, just a few hours before Sarah from Seattle got here. So it just timing wise, it was, it was perfect. So it was a great weekend. You know, my wife ran over and stayed there with her other kids so she could stay in the hospital and all of that. And so it was a crazy weekend. You were cool as a cucumber because I was on a, we were on a call together when you got the text. That she was going (laughs) to the hospital. That's right. (laughs) You were so calm and collected. And I was like, oh my God. Well, you know, Um, it's our. You're an old hand. I am. Well, it's our, our fourth grandbaby. I've got. I've got seven of my own. <laughs> so yeah, it's I don't want to say Neither. I'm a, a cool cucumber, but but yeah, it's uh it we've been we've been through this several times. So it's always exciting though. So it was Congratulations. great. Congratulations. I don't Thank have you. grandchildren. I uh and I'm my children are of the age that I don't want them <laughs> I don't want to be a grandmother yet. Not yet. Uh, but I'm excited for when that happens because it seems like the perfect role i just i think i i'm gonna love being a grandmother grandbabies um. <laughs> are so much fun and then you send them home with their parents it's awesome oh you get to hug them and smell oh yeah them and, oh. it's great um it's so yeah i have teenagers so i'm in a different phase of my life i'm in the phase where nothing i say is um correct <laughs> yeah <laughs> That, we all go through that. That's that's fine. So no, I'm I I want to ask you, Marisol, we mentioned on a previous episode about your new role. And I don't mean to put you on the spot, but I kind of want to put you on the spot. We have talked about the stairway program. Qualphone is very much about this idea of total vocation. And in fact, we'll touch on that in today's episode a little bit too. But I told you I was going to circle back and ask you about how you're doing with our stairway program. So this is me. This is me. This is an, this is an accountability. This is an accountability conversation, Marisol. It's a very pu- a public one. Yes. Well. How, are, how are you doing with the I'm, stairway program? I need to get back to it. And I'm, I'm not making any excuses. I, that's, I got to a certain point where I needed to stop and think. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it, some, some of the modules... You know, you can get through very quickly. And some of them, for me at least, from my personal experience, I need to sit and think about it a little more. Right. Um, and then you, it kind of falls off. And then, you know, work picks up and life picks up. 
So I, I need to get back to it. One of the great things about Stairway is, you know, there's not a deadline. And I think that's one of the compelling things about many of the programs we do in the mission, because we're in a industry, especially that's very much about metrics and very much about results and very much about measuring and tracking and those sorts of things. But this is your total vocation, right? So there's not, there's, there's no one that's going to write you up if you aren't uh, pursuing your total vocation in the right pace, right? And that, you know, you and I have talked about this, you know, that phrase, total vocation, I, it's something that we use a lot at Qualphone. I, I write, I love to write and I love to podcast. Words are very important to me. I just, and I, I always had a, such a reaction to that phrase, total vocation. I have it right now, just hearing you say mm-hmm. it and me saying it, like, it's the same way I feel about the word marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I can't breathe. Like, it just seems like such a huge commitment. So so for me, the phrase total vocation, I, I had to dig deep into, like, what does that mean to me? Because I, it's just, just a huge, big thing. Right. And so, and it invokes a lot. It invokes a lot of different aspects of my life. So I don't know. I'm I'm plugging away. I think it's a great program. I, I wish a program like this had been around when I was in production right. or a supervisor. You know, it's self-development for you. Things that I, I didn't become aware of till I was like much, much older. I, I definitely recommend people within the organization and anyone who has access to it. If you're, if you're feeling a little stuck, if you're not sure if you're doing your total vocation, if you know what your total vocation is, what total vocation is, I definitely recommend doing it. And, you know, when we talk a lot about mentoring at Qualphone and, and that's one of the first or second or third questions that, that I'll ask is, are you doing the stairway program? Because it's a big question. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, I, I think I'm more comfortable with the phraseology, like, are you doing your, pa- are you, are you working your passion? Are you doing what lights you up? Or is it, are you doing what makes you jump out of bed and look forward to logging in? I'm definitely doing that. Like, I love what I'm doing. Right. Um, I enjoy the team that I get to work with. I get to work with some amazing people, you included, Jeremy. Well, thank um, you. The company is amazing, just absolutely amazing had a challenging year and the company was completely supportive. It's one of the things that I'm consistently grateful for. So that's great. That's my answer. Am I doing my total vocation? I'm still stuck on the language. <laughs> well, and that's the whole thing, right? And and this is what we will, we will talk about this a lot today. This, this focus on the total person and stairway is just another avenue to help people to help them pursue. It's not that they're required to do it. It's not on a deadline, but it's there it's like, as a tool to help for sure. Yeah. That's the, the metaphor. I like that. It's like Qualphone just provides a treasure chest of opportunities to live your best life. And yes. it's what these are, this is just another one. Yeah. So, and that, um, 
is an awesome segue into our conversation today. You know, we've talked about, well, we just talked about Stairway, one of the mission programs, but at Qualphone, our mission is to be the best and make each person's life better. And we spend a huge amount of resources and time on being the best at servicing clients and their customers. Everyone at Qualphone has a role in being the best. And I suppose most companies would say the same, but I think we're a little different here in that we have an entire mission department to ensure that we put as much energy into making each person's life better. And that department is staffed with more than 80 people around the world. And today we get to hear from Jason Skirpe. He is the operations director of that group. And so we're looking forward to, to hearing from him. So with no further ado, here is Jason Skirpe. Hi, Jason. Hello, you both. <laughs> I didn't know that's how you pronounced your last name, to be honest, until right now that Jeremy double-checked for the <laughs> I, I had it pronounced a totally different way in my head. Well, that's just yeah. it. For, for, for decades now, I have known Jason as Jason Skorupi, but it's Skirpe. So I'm glad I asked, Jason. Yeah, and you know, for decades, actually, the, almost my whole life, I thought it was French. <laughs> and I had a client when I was in operations uh, that I met for the first time. And she's like, what nationality is that? And I said, it's French. And she goes, I'm sorry to tell you, but I don't think so. And I'm like, oh, no, no, it's French. And she's like, I would really do um, uh, Ancestry.com. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, oh, no, no, I know it's French. And so I did. And guess what? It's Ukraine. Ah. So Wow. I thought it was French too when you first said it that way. I was like, "Oh, that's yeah. fancy. That's um, yeah. it's still fancy in Ukraine." That's an interesting story. Yeah. Well, a little a little side story. Uh, our son Seth, we adopted from Ukraine when he was mm -hmm. six. So I have a special place in my heart for Ukraine. So that's that's probably why Jason and I are such good friends. It's that connection. Yeah. It's that Ukrainian connection, Jason. Huge bond right there. <laughs> so hey, let me start this off. As I mentioned, Jason and I have, have worked together a long time. I joined the company in 2006, and Jason had already been here, so he predates me. So we've known each other for quite a while. Jason, could you kind of share a brief history, how you got started in BPO? I'm not sure if Qualphone was your first company or if you had background before that, but kind of walk us through what you've done with Qualphone, with the BPO industry, and, and how you got to where you are now. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I was I was 18 years old working two jobs, both selling shoes when I was at lunch and reading the paper when that was still a thing. <laughs> and there was a front page article on a game changing business coming to our small town. And this business would compete uh, really with the one other business as the largest employer. So it was it was all the rage. And it came with wages that, you know, we hadn't seen in the area. Um, so I jumped at the first chance. I applied, interviewed, and got hired. You know, but from there, I worked in operations for 14 years before moving on to the mission. And I love having the experience um, in both sides because, well, I know what drives a BPO from an operational standpoint, 
and I can leverage that on the mission side. So I used to always say there's a time for fun and a time for business. And in my role, we take pride in having fun by embracing, uh, enhancing what, what it takes to drive the business. So it's it's been, you know, really throughout from an agent to a supervisor to an operations manager to director, um, no matter where I'm at in the BPO industry, the clients have been incredible, but also uh, the experience. It, it's about making the experience for the individual. Uh, it's not about the job that you're doing. It's about how you're doing it and what's going on while you're doing it. And I hope that uh, the folks that work at Qualphone can walk away from Qualphone to say, like, that's it, it's, it's more than just a number. I'm an experience. It's an experience to work there. One clarifying question too, was the, the, the newspaper ad, was that for Qualphone or was it another BPO and then you ended up at Qualphone over time? It, it was the it was another BPO that Qualphone actually acquired. So I really haven't left the organization uh, that I started when I was 18. So the, the company was called Center Partners and, and then it was acquired, uh, I believe in 2012. And so uh, I just, you know, one day it was Center Partners, the next day it was Qualphone, and just all this added value started coming our way, and I got to be a part of it. So I didn't get to change my office, I just continued working. Right. And Marisol, Jason and I were both part of Center Partners. That's So we go back pre-Qualphone before Qualphone acquired Center Partners. But Jason works in a beautiful town in northern Idaho, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. So Jason, tell us just a bit about Coeur d'Alene and your history there, because I believe you've you've been there a long time, haven't you? Yeah, so I've uh, I've, I've lived here my entire life. Coeur d'Alene is a tourist town uh, that was itty bitty small at one point, and is it seems to be everybody's favorite place today. Mm-hmm. Um, has been rated the top destination for relocation. Our little streets are not little anymore, and it's it's pretty busy all the time. So it's it's gorgeous. We have lakes. We have lots and lots of recreational activities going on um, all year round, and it's beautiful. So we are um, we are in the Panhandle. Uh, only I would uh, it's only about 25 minutes from Spokane, Washington, and, and just a couple hour drive to um, to uh, Canada. So we are right there um, at the at the top. And it's it's a very very popular place to be if you if you keep up with the news and what's going on with the the growth and where people are moving right now. It sounds lovely. It sounds picturesque. You should come out and visit Marisol. Well, everybody does, and then they don't leave. So that's right. <laughs> so I didn't know Jason that you had a background in operations. I, I met you. You were in mission. And so I will, I've only ever known you through the filter of missions. But now that you mentioned that you're, you have this background in operations, I'm like, oh, that totally tracks. That totally makes sense to me. Because now that I've worked on some projects with you, I feel like we can, we have that communication style where we just need to get it done <laughs> fast. <laughs> and uh, that totally, totally makes sense. So I'm excited for you because that you, I think you have one of the most amazing jobs at the company. Like you get to bring joy <laughs> to people. So mm-hmm. tell me about that. Tell me from operations now working and, you know, moving into to mission, you know, yeah. the business side, the mission side. How, what do you think of it? How does it all work together? 
Oh my gosh, Marisol. So I've seen so many instances where the mission team has really transformed the experience of working at a job, right? Just witnessing my team over and over again, sitting in ManCom meetings, listening to the weekly list of things happening in each department and, and lending a hand uh, in anywhere they can. So whether that be training, recruiting, IT, front desk, and at times where operations you know, is experiencing lulls in the business, that's where we're at. So, you know, one of the things just as of recent, you know, meeting with operational leaders to find out one, one thing each of our supervisors struggle with and having us in mission find the courses to overcome those opportunities through one of our programs at Learn at Work, uh, which is under the Call Phone University programs, LinkedIn Learning, uh, as an example. So we get to partner with operations find out where the needs are and start executing on those in ways that would help not just operations, but the experience and other things, running games, throwing, you know, throwing on a movie and popping popcorn or running raffles and, you know, simply being present on the floors and being that positive force to make people feel a part of more than just what they were hired to do. So, you know, being lockstep in with operation, it's critical to our success because you know, we're not sustainable unless operations knows we are servant leaders to help whenever and wherever we can. So, Jason, you mentioned learn at work. I was wondering if you could talk about those different areas of focus within the mission. We have learn at work. We have fun at work. We have care at work. I'm probably leaving some out, but kind of talk through those different verticals, if I can call them, within the mission. Yeah, so Qualcomm is all about the person and putting the person in the center and looking at Maslow's hierarchy of needs and understanding what is going to help an individual at the core uh, take them to the next level and hopefully in the in, in the end help them reach their total vocation. We've created these different verticals with sub-programs that fall under each of these programs. And these programs really make the well-rounded experience and, and opportunities for what's in it for me. Mm-hmm. And it may not mean that a single person takes advantage of every single program, right? It may not make sense. It may not be relevant to their situation, but having these programs available to the wide array of employees that we employ across the globe is, is critical in making that experience possible. So like you were saying, Jeremy, you have fun at work. So our fun clubs, our, our global music video contest that is off the hook every single year. If you YouTube it, please do. Um, but we have activities happening at the site and then we have our, our give at work where we're always in the community helping out anytime that there's a need and, uh, and put, you know, putting our employees out there, building homes or, or picking up stuff or helping families, you name it, we do it um, in, the, in the community. And then our give at work, you know, our employees, we're all human and myself included. I've, I've utilized some of these programs at times in my, my time here at Qualphone. And so I know so many of our employees do as well. And the care at work is caring for one another. So we have a plethora of programs out there for people who are needing anything, really, really anything. And our, my coordinators across the globe, 
really listen to what the needs are, and then they find the resources and make things happen. So there's fun at work, give at work in the community, care at work for one another, learn at work, which is to increase your skill set or ha- have you reach your total vocation through our, our higher education, through Rashad University, and then our communications at work, uh, which is how we cascade all of what we're doing around the globe to everybody, whether you're a remote employee or a brick and mortar employee, this is how we get that information about these programs to you. And then you get to find out about them and start utilizing them, whether it just be for yourself, for your family, it doesn't matter. The The idea here is that we wanna break down the barrier that's in front of the person because working at Qualphone gives you opportunity. And those opportunities lie, not just in operations, it lies also in the programs that we have available to people. So great, great programs under each of these uh, verticals. I always wanna say, this isn't your standard company that does a pizza party in the break room once a quarter. They put so much effort, so much cost, so much attention and energy to the mission, making each person's life better in a completely holistic view, like in every which way, like you've said, each way possible. And you do really well at promoting all the things that we do. So thank you for that. Yeah, you bet. It's it's exciting. Good stuff. Jason, with the mission being so people-centric, so focused on the individual. Mm-hmm. With recent events with COVID, much of what you've been doing now is now virtual. We're not necessarily talking about everyone concentrated in a site now, but people are spread out across the world. What has that meant to you in the mission in terms of engaging folks in a more virtual setting? Yeah, I mean, that's it's certainly been a challenge. We've really had to kind of recreate you know, our purpose, you know, where you go from a site to 3000 people to zero, Mm -hmm. you know, but maintain the headcount, right? But they're just, they're at home. Mm -hmm. So what do we do? Um, And a lot of that is our focus on our communication platforms and communicating to our employees, making daily phone calls to ensure that they're being cared for and, and know that somebody's looking out for them, sending them activities boxes of things that they would have normally done on site to their home. I will, I will say this, it's definitely been a challenge. One of the big things that we hang our hat on is our, our milestone anniversary program. And every single site in, around the globe, and we have so many of them, and they all follow through with the, the promise, and that is to recognize the milestone of your anniversary each year. And we have very fancy celebrations and, uh, you know, an actual letter written by our CEO, as well as a lapel pin that, that labels the, the number of years that you've been with the company. How do you get that to the individual Uh, when they're not there anymore. And so really working deals with the postal service um, in in all of our, all of our countries has been, has been a challenge, but we have, um, we've been successful in it. 
Also, you know, while we have to care for social distancing and we have the site still, we'll have drive-through um, stations where people can come by and pick up for food pantry items or clothing swap items, anything like that that we have as a program, but we can't be in close distance proximity to one another. We have drive-through stations so that families get what they need, employees get what they need, and we can still fulfill our mission to our employees and let them know, you know, we're here for you. So it's it's been a challenge for sure, but it's also opened up opportunities that really weren't thought about. We really had to open our minds and think outside the box, and, and it's it's good. It's been a great exercise. And and while 2020 was 2020, I wouldn't change it for the world because we've learned so much. I have two questions, so I'm I'm going to piggyback them. My first question is, now that I'm vaccinated and restrictions are, are, are lifting, I've started venturing out to have meals with friends that I haven't seen for over a year, I'm guessing. And um, I noticed this trend where in catching up over the events of the last year, I seem to always end up talking about qualfound <laughs> in this like and, and my friends actually pointed out to me that I talk about qualfound sort of like a person talks about a boyfriend I'm just so like, excited and all these wonderful you know new things I'm working on and blah 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 and blah 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 and I was really curious Jason when you go out, when you you go out with someone outside of our industry, outside of our company, what what's your go-to Qualphone story? Because I feel like we all have so many of them. Oh my goodness! You know, my example of Qualphone when I'm out is putting that person in my position. If you've ever felt the fear of missing out, if you've ever felt FOMO, right? That is Qualphone mm. when. I, there's so many things in, happening at Qualphone all the time and new things coming and exciting news and just changes in general. A day off it could be just groundbreaking at Qualphone. And so the fear of missing out, you may be, you know, a watermelon eating contest or, <laughs> you know, a dunk tank, uh, a, a pie throwing contest for leadership, you know, there's so many things in recognition programs and, and exciting stuff that when you wake up in the morning and you have that, that, oh, I don't want to get out of bed, and you hit the snooze and you have the opportunity to either A, get up, get dressed and go to work, or B, hit the snooze button again and call the sick line. We want you to understand that because you are you know, there's a, a potluck or there is a flash mob scheduled today or there's a a huge something happening at the site because there's always something happening. You don't want to miss out and you don't want the fear of missing out. So you just get up and get dressed and go to work and enjoy the day. Your calls are going to be your calls, your job and what you do in manufacturing, whatever you do in part of call phone, it's all going to be there but it's the experience that's going to happen throughout that day that you would miss out on. So I, I'm always, I lean on the, the, the fear of missing out because I can tell you, you know, taking a vacation, it's nice to take a vacation, but to hear in the things that go on that you miss in those times, you're like, oh, dang, it's, it's always a, an adventure and definitely a ride. 
Well, here's part two of the question, because I do think you might have the best job at Qualphone, because you do. You, you're constantly challenged with thinking of how to bring joy or fun or entertainment to our employees. And that's just, that's, I mean, that's just awesome. But then also another thing that I think is really awesome, and both of you, Jeremy and Jason, share this in your jobs, is that you get to work for Roberta, for our chief mission officer. Tell us about that, because I just had a conversation with him last week where I hang up the phone with him and I'm just like, I just feel like a better person, a human being, just because I got to share like a 10 minute conversation with him. So what is it like working for our chief mission officer? Oh, Marisol. I mean, it is a gift that always continues to give. Every job has challenges and every day can have struggles. But when you come into contact with Roberto, there's just such a peace that you leave with um, and, a, and just a calm that comes over you. I, I really, really, uh, I, I don't know how Roberto does what he does. Um, I've, I've said this a million times to my wife, just his mind is brilliant. I don't know how, how he just continuously is, is uh, thinking of the next big thing way before it happens. And uh, yeah, I, I, he, he is quite the leader and and just kind of that that expert in so many things i just can't i can't see any faults uh with the guy i'd, I'd love to talk to his wife <laughs> <laughs> what what's going on with roberto at home but um he uh he is quite the guy to work for and very inspiring holy moly jason probably more than anyone you know gets to work with roberto every day i get to you know work with him quite a bit i i remember when i first Went to the Philippines with Roberto. Is one of my favorite Roberto stories. It was a Sunday morning, so we we had the day off. We're in beautiful Dumaguete, and there's this island called Apo Island where it's, you can go and and you got to take a little boat out there. It takes you like an hour to get out there. You see it from the from the main island, right? But but it's out there a ways, and it's just gorgeous. So Roberto and I decide we're going to go out to Apo Island, and so we get there, and we had missed the boat. The boat left like at nine o'clock and we got there like at 10 and and I was like, Oh dang, we won't be able to do that. And Roberto being Roberto, you know, he's like just the nicest guy in the world. And he just strikes up a conversation with these guys there. And, and he mentions that he works for Qualphone. And as soon as he mentioned Qualphone, that was like a magic word. And all of a sudden this guy said, hang on, hang on. I have someone who can get you out to Oppo Island. And he rounds up this local guy and we hop on his boat and we chug out to Oppo Island, you know, and it was only because, you know, Roberto's just striking up a conversation with these local people. And when they found out he worked for Qualphone, and again, that says something about the, the goodwill that Qualphone has in that community there. This guy, he ran and found it's just a guy on a boat that could take Roberto and I out there. And we went out and we skin dived and it was uh, uh, snorkeling, I guess is what they call it. Now we went snorkeling, had a great time, came back, but that was just a great experience. And that's just kind of typical of Roberto and, and who he is. He's awesome. Okay. Now I want to go snorkeling. Yes, <laughs> you should. And that's the place to go. So Jason, for my last question, 
doing what you do with the mission, you have to have some incredible stories. Can you share one or two with us? You bet. You know, I mean, it's hard to land on one, right? But with my global team, you know, they that are locally placed at the site to really, really bring it anytime there's a need. And they look for these needs. It's not something they walk by. It's something that they look for. Um, and, and I, you know, there's so many shout outs that could call out for Guyana and Costa Rica and Mexico and the Philippines and India because they've all done mind blowing things, you know, in time of need. But I'll, I'll go ahead, you know, something, you know, just been weighing on my heart for the last few days and something that happened uh, most recently. We had an employee's home. Uh, and this is a place where he he works for Qualphone and he supports his mom. And it's a, you know, and, and there's other people in the home and, and the home burned down. And this was located in northern uh, northern Idaho as well. And our, our mission supervisor, uh, James Woodruff, and our care coach, Brian Dadera, made a trip to this person's home. And it's not close by the site. This is an hour-plus drive mm-hmm. uh, to lend help, you know. And a, an outreach uh, was sent for items that, to get the, the employee the things that him and his mother needed, just the essentials. And action was taken right away. And that's just kind of a testament to just how fast we move. A GoFundMe was actually set up. And while our mission team promoted it, uh, the need actually spread and, and gained some incredible ground from the people of Qualcomm um, at just, just hours into this had already raised $2,500. Mm. That's the heart of the, the story of our mission. And uh, I'm very, very proud of this team. And so kudos to everyone uh, for just acting, not asking, but acting. Jason, I, I lied. I have one more question. Okay. So one of the things now Marisol has mentioned our summit several times in the past, this past year, we had a virtual summit, right? So, and Jason was the master of ceremonies. Can I call you that for our summit? Kind of the master, the MC, the young MC. He was the MC of our, of our um, summit, which was done virtually, which went off exceptionally well. And every year we have what's called our Shining Star Award. And when we do this in person, you know, we we call people up on the stage and there's so much work that goes on before that. Most of it coordinated by Jason. We get videos from family members. We all all secretly because the employees, it's a surprise to the employees. They don't know. So there's a lot of planning that goes on. Jason has to make trips or send people out to do these secret interviews, video recordings of family members to make this big presentation. Well, this year it was virtual. And in, and instead what Jason did this year was he had it all happening live. So Jason is sitting in North Idaho while he's got one of his henchmen staking out outside the homes of these employees who are about to get the award and then they come in and so live on this webcast we see these family members coming in with this shining star award i i just have to say that was must see tv i mean that was super 
That was awesome. I think that's the first time I got to work with Jason. He's just the host with the most. Like yeah. I, I, I'm not an, an extrovert. People assume I am, but I'm truly, truly not. But but I'm, Jason's, you're a natural. You really are a natural to get up on stage and just get the audience warmed up and, and use humor. And, and that's a, a special skill set that not everyone has. I, I wanted to ask you on that shining star when we did it virtually how much work did that take to pull that off oh my well that that was a bit of a challenge because we were in pandemic mode Mm -hmm. and people couldn't leave their homes (laughs) um to go do interviews that became a, a little bit of a challenge so we we hit the ground running a little bit earlier so that we could get stuff, get some good footage. But you know, it, it's a, it, it's always a, a challenge because the family members, and and I haven't had a, a I haven't had somebody break their promise yet. So this is uh, year six. Um, I haven't had somebody break a promise yet of telling their family member of the surprise. Mm-hmm. So they do this video and they submit. They send me their their uh, congratulatory video to their loved one, and sometimes they they'll have family members from all over the world compile and send me videos so then we can put it together for one individual. And so they they've never told them, and they keep you know they had to keep it a secret a little bit longer this year just because we weren't sure if we were going to get the cooperation, and it was a bit of a challenge. But what was really and then and then when we're normally in, in normal times, we, we go to a location and I have the awards shipped to that location and I have them in my possession and then I can arrange them to be given out in the, the way they need to be given out. So I had to work with the family members to give me their address. Of course, a perfect stranger, where do you live? What's your address? <laughs> and then, um, and, and then have them be home have right. them be home hope that they can get the time off from work so that they can be home and not look like it's suspicious. It was, it was a challenge, but it was so exciting. I got uh, a lot of, I mean, the family members all, all throughout the ceremony, is it my time yet? When should I go in the room? When, you know, like, <laughs> it, it was so fun. It was so fun. It was awesome. Well, thanks for, for doing all the hosting duties for our, our company, because I know that I appreciate that. For sure. It's good. good. Well, Marisol, that was a pretty good episode 28. And uh, we want to thank Jason, of course, for for coming on and and being our guest. And it was nice to kind of hear from Jason, as like I mentioned at the beginning, he's he's the one in charge of of making sure all these mission things are structured and have activities in place to make them work. So that was a, a fun conversation. Yeah, that's a great job. You know, I joke that um, doing the podcast and naming it Mission Call Phone has like made me an honorary <laughs> member of the mission department because mm-hmm. I'm forcing my way in there. <laughs> no, I'm, uh, I love the mission department. I love the mission department because it's just it's, what a great thing to work for. Yeah. And, you know, you said it at the very beginning and Jason even alluded to it. It's this idea of looking forward to going to work. The The stuff we do every day is the stuff we do, you know, and sometimes that can get to be a routine or whatever. 
But the reality is, and I think this is what the mission is for, is we want there to be reasons to come to work other than just what your job is every day. Or a paycheck or... Exactly. To me, a lot of the wonderment of Qualphone is just how they're they're incorporating this into a corporate environment is fascinating to me. Yeah. Oh, the whole thing, the whole concept, spirituality, you know, the mission, having people become the best versions of themselves. These are just huge concepts that I, I love being a part of. Yeah, so. it is fun to be a part of. And I just wanted to say, usually Marisol says this, but I want to say this. I want to thank everyone who's listening to the podcast. You know, we've had kind of a, a growth spurt, which is great. More listeners and more downloads. And we just want to thank you for for listening and for liking and following and sharing. All those things are so important to the to the organic growth of a podcast. And those things are happening. And that's that's wonderful. And Marisol, again, thank you. This was Marisol's the... Uh, the founder <laughs> of the podcast and and it's been a lot of fun season two is has been a lot of fun and I'm, I'm looking forward to the rest of the season thank you jeremy and on that note i have to end this because unfortunately i do other things than podcasting yes. <laughs> so thank you thank you jeremy and thank you to all the listeners and i'll see you in a couple weeks we'll see you marisol bye-bye Thanks for listening to this episode of Mission Qualphone. Remember, you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Please subscribe, and we'll see you next time on Mission Qualphone.